put it this way, they would have had to have put almost the same amount of money as Ash puts on OnlyFans. That's, <laughs> it's about, I mean, it's got to be, it's got to be close because Ashley spends all of what, his no, wages on that. What, no money because I haven't been on OnlyFans in two months? <laughs> Don't take that away from us. <laughs> Wrestling intro. That's the intro then. <laughs> roll it. Actually, say roll it. Roll it. Everybody, welcome back to Three Men One Fall. One Fall. One Fall. Roll up, roll up, then boys and girls, it's time for the weekly roll up. What a bloody week in professional wrestling it's been! Probably the best one in oh, years. It's been the. It has been the best week for a long, long time. Fucking great. It's just what we've needed after this shit year, man. Yeah, we'll say a good read. There has been some bad. Yeah. It has. Yeah. So that's our opening story for today. Of course, the news circulated this week of the passing of WWE Hall of Famer and overall legend in the wrestling business, Pat Patterson. I mean, what can you say about Pat, really? The, the guy created the Royal Rumble, the first Intercontinental Champion. Yeah, had- you just took the words out of my mouth, so thanks for that. <laughs> I think he has still the one of the highest segments of Raw ever with against Mitch Gerald Briscoe. Yeah, against Mitch Street Posse. I remember. I remember when he had that um, evening gown match as well. Yeah, is that your best memory? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Pat Patterson as well. I mean, even aside from giving us the Royal Rumble, bringing the Intercontinental Championship to the WWE. Yeah. Um, aside from that, Pat was also the first openly gay wrestler. Yeah. Was he actually gay? Yeah. Yeah. The first openly gay wrestler, uh, to my knowledge at least, I'm pretty sure. Obviously, well, just a trendsetter in every sense. That must have been hard back in them days as well. Well, Definitely. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the world's come a long way. It's still got a long way to go. But, um, you know, it opens the doors and makes it easier for everybody else that, you know, didn't potentially maybe feel comfortable coming out. And then they do. Which is, yeah. you know, fantastic. And, and Pat is one of those guys where whenever you hear people talk about him, like what we're saying about Undertaker, but he's one of those guys where everybody that seems to talk about him never really has anything bad to say about him. No, like he was known backstage to be one of the best men for making the finishes for the matches. And he's he's, personally, he's also responsible for Brett Sean's Iron Man match at Mania 12. Do we know how old he was? 79. 79, yeah. 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 And provided us with just, you know, hours of entertainment. The yeah, Stooges. Man, yeah. The Stooges. Yeah. yeah, rest in peace to Pat Patterson and his uh, condolences to his family, for sure. Yeah. It's an absolute legend. Very much so. He did it his way. He did it his way. God damn it. Yes, he did. Have you ever heard him sing it? Because his voice was pretty good. He's really good, I know. Nah, it, it's sad news. It is really sad news. And... It's becoming the trend. Like we've been so many of our podcasts this year, since with you know, sad news. But oh no, it's literally been like there's been so many deaths in such a short space of time as well this year. It's yeah. been it's been bad. It has. But we are reaching now. It's 2020 is almost in the rearview mirror. We're fast approaching 2021. We've got Christmas around the corner. And three weeks as recorded. I mean, absolutely. Yeah, it's literally how fast yeah. has that gone? Like, it's so so quick. I, lo- I love Christmas, so I'm, I am looking forward to I it. I do, and I think we should all just make the most of it this year because if if anything, I think it just gives you a new appreciation for what you've got. You know, oh, we've lost so much this year. 
Um, so much time that I don't want to say it's been wasted. You know what I mean? Like we haven't all been able to do exactly what we've wanted to do, but you've got to make the most of your time, really. So I wouldn't want to say it's a wasted year. You've got to just try and find other things, haven't you? But, you know, rest in itself, unfortunately, like we've said before, 2019, it looked like the world was the oyster. And then 2020 just took a big, big dump all over it. But things did take a massive turn. That's going to be our top story for the night. But before we get there, obviously, because that's in uh, that's in regards to AEW Dynamite from Wednesday. Why, what happened? <laughs> I don't know, mate. Summit's stung. But, Ash, I, I believe you've got some news. Yeah, um, not to be a downer, <laughs> again, because Arthur Pat Patterson, but uh, Jimmy Rave... A uh, wrestler who was in Impact and uh, Ring of Honor has had to retire because he had an infection in his, I don't want to say left arm, so it means he had to have it amputated. Oh, God. What was the infection, do you know? Wow. I've, I didn't read into it, but it was an inf- I don't know if it had a, I don't know if it was during a match or it was just in a personal life incident or not ever. But yeah, it was just had an infection in his arm and he's had to get it amputated. Jeez. That's crazy, man. Because I remember him. Um, I, think, I want to say he tagged with Lance Archer in as as Rock and Rave Connection, where they used to have a Guitar Hero guitars as the entrance. <laughs> and, and Chrissy, I've never heard of that, to be honest. But and Chrissy Hemi as a manager. I want to say it's Lance Archer. I might be wrong. Yeah, from what I remember, he was a pretty good wrestler, but he never got past at least in t- uh, TNA days, um, like a lower mid card. So. But he was a really good wrestler. That's a massive shame. Wow. Yeah, that really is. Yeah. And another unfortunate moment was um, Melissa Quarters, who has... I don't know if you remember Chris Masters doing a master lock on a woman on pay-per-view, like 2006. Vaguely. Yeah, it, that was her. And she, the last 10 years, she's been a valet of Sabu. She's had to have a go-me-phone to save her right leg from being amputated oh, wow jeez god and this came and this came up like it was like a day or two between each other happening so that's really unfortunate yeah so so what was the reason for the leg then do you know or uh, she said that she's complained of having pain in that leg yeah so that's yeah just, just some shit luck ba- that bad is. stuff after bad stuff yeah oh man that's crazy well there's also, I mean, well, good news, but maybe spawned out of bad news. So those of you that may be aware, the ECW arena, the 2300 arena, um, it's where it played home to all of the ECW matches that, you know, we all know and love all the way from... Was that the one in Philadelphia? Yeah, opened yeah. in 1993. It was it was the regular place for ECW all the way up until 2001, obviously, when they closed their doors. That's a good arena, that, as well. Due mm. to COVID-19, it looks like it's going to have to close. So, as a result of that, a GoFundMe page has been set up. Help save the 2300 COVID-19 relief fund. It's uh, got a got, it's got a target at the moment of fifty thousand dollars, and it's currently at eight thousand three hundred and fifteen. Still a long, long ways to go, but there's a lot of people out there that have put money in. I'm really hoping, to be honest. You know, I, it, it's different for us. Like, we've got the Royal Albert Hall. You know, that's our that's our venue here in the UK. Thing is though, I mean, it's a piece of wrestling history at the end of the day, isn't it? it? Is. So it needs to be safer. It is, but even just even more so, I mean, for the guys in the States and especially from the area, you know, I, I get yeah. it. We've got Royal Albert Hall and if anything ever happened to that, I think we'd be devastated. But uh, oh yeah, absolutely. You know, they and they've got that. You know, New York has the Madison Square Garden, but this yeah. is just as prestigious. Yes, it's not got all the bells and whistles. But the things that have happened... It's a bloody good-looking arena. The one-night stand 2007. I think that's the Hammersmith Ballroom. Was it? I think so. Yeah, that's... Yeah, yeah different that's one, that they, one. That's where they finished off their run, ECW. But yeah. ECW Arena was when they were getting big in, like, 97, 98. Yeah. Right, okay. But it's, you know, it's a 13-year legacy. And, you know, hopefully... It's going to reach the target. So, you know, spreading the word there. If you want to find that, it's on GoFundMe. Help save 2300 COVID-19 Relief Fund. 
Remember, there's a target of $50,000. So, yeah, obviously the donations are all welcome on that. But, um, yeah, I mean, because we've got to get a bit more into it. We've also got our predictions coming up this week, haven't we, for uh, NXT War Games. Which is going to be this, uh, well, it's tomorrow, the 5th. I probably will end up watching it just because it's um, War Games. I'm hoping that I'd be, you know, pleasantly surprised. I, I haven't really watched NXT in a long time. Not, like, continuously, properly, but I've seen bits and drabs of it. It's it's still it's still pretty decent from what I've seen, but, yeah, you know, I, I haven't really... Since I stopped watching WWE, the main, the main program, I, I've I've not really watched NXT much after that either. It's It's been good, and there's been times when it's been better than AEW, but it's not a consistently amazing TV show that it was five years ago. Yeah, I remember it used to be. It used to be every week. It used to be fucking caucus of matches. It just needs to move away from Wednesday nights. It doesn't need to be competing against AEW. It's not good for wrestling. They're two of the best wrestling shows out there. It doesn't need to compete. What what day can they go up for? Because it seems like every day is a wrestling day. Well, Tuesday nights is Impact. Wednesday nights is AEW. Yeah. Um, Thursday nights. Thursday night could be MLW or it could be um, Monday no, night is obviously NWA. Raw. Yeah, because SmackDown is what Friday now is Friday. it or Saturday? Friday. Friday. There's a lot, but they could still move it. It doesn't need to go head to head with AEW. This week alone, obviously, we know what happened, but you need to bear in mind that that specific debut didn't actually get leaked, which was what made it all the better. So we are coming to that. But the ratings, as reported by Brian Alvarez on Twitter, NXT drew 658,000, AEW drew 913,000. Now, there's a lot of stories within those figures alone, because when you've seen this episode, you know what happens. Actually, maybe that 913 should have been bigger. There's an argument to be made. But if you're going to look at the two together, that is a huge, huge uh, landslide victory if you're going to look at it as a ratings you know war as a competition that's a huge win for AEW N- NXT is suffering oh, yeah. by going head to head yeah I think it's a bad idea because you know there's no need for a competition really not not on the same night you know what I mean it, it, it's it's unnecessary well, it works Th- these days it, yeah I mean these these days it's, it's not necessary anymore no it's, it's just not necessary but We'll come up to it. So we're gonna we're gonna do our predictions for war games. I'm really looking forward to the show. That'll be coming up at the end. But yeah, I don't know if it's big news, but Battleground on Watch Mojo being the ninth worst game of the year. Yeah, but do you know what? Fuck them because that's their list. <laughs> we <laughs> we thought it was all right. And to be fair, actually, as an update, King of the Battlegrounds did actually improve. So I haven't had any other issues with it. Well. I haven't played it since we did the review. <laughs> oh wow! Pub <laughs> on once, but then, but then again, I've been playing like I've played like Tony Hawk. I've been playing. Um, I've seen you on Tony Hawk. I've been on Batman again. I've been on Mafia. I've I'll see you on Mafia. Yeah, you. Sc- it's not like I don't want to play it again. I have just got new. There's always new games that come out. Like next week, Cyberpunk. Maybe. Oh yeah. Maybe. Finally. <laughs> Maybe. Finally. <laughs> They're advertising it yeah. as it's next week. So. No, it look, it looks yeah, attempts. Yeah. Bit, bit strange coming out now, but Christmas. It's Christmas. You've got you to gotta bring all your top stuff out of Christmas, haven't you? All right, boys, come on. Let's, let's fucking get to it, shall we? So, right, floor's yours. Come on. AEW Dynamite. That happened this past oh. Wednesday on the 2nd. The uh, episode Winter is Coming. It was kind of like the mini pay-per-view. It was a big uh, special episode featuring the main event match, which we'd been waiting for, and Jay especially had been waiting for. Omega. Yeah, and and, and I called it as well. I called it weeks ago. <laughs> Omega and Moxley for the title. Um, a quick side note, actually. Winter is Coming, obviously, for those fans of Game of Thrones, uh, HBO show was, was a hit until it actually ended. And then... Uh, I thought it was from that, actually, yeah. I mean, I haven't actually seen Game of Thrones, but I thought that that was like their sort of catchphrase for So it. Tony Khan also hasn't seen Game of Thrones, but uh, they were able to get the... Um, uh, they, they got permission to use it, essentially, because I think HBO or somebody is owned by TNT or it's the other way around or something like that. Okay. So, mm. But Tony Khan, his mum likes the show, apparently. 
but he's never seen it but he likes the he, he just likes the, the phrasing of it and i think he just thought it sounded like a good good uh a good name for a show i guess so he went with it yeah we might as well start with that then as we're talking about it it was uh for those that have been living under a rock <laughs> it was john moxley versus kenny omega for the uh, aw world title and um well spoiler alert but i suppose if you hadn't seen it you wouldn't be listening to this so uh, Kenny Omega took the title off of Moxley after a 277-day title reign. And it was... it was I, I, I called it weeks ago that Omega was going to take it. He, <laughs> he hasn't gone full cleaner, I don't think. Hopefully that's coming soon. But I think the big twist of it all is um, he's going to be appearing on TNA? Or, well, or Impact Wrestling, if you want to be correct about it. Yeah, get it right, mate. Um, if you want to be correct, <laughs> yeah, not quite PC, is it? This is just, this is honestly, it's mind blowing. I mean, before we even got to that point, we've got to talk about the debut of Sting. Sting on TNT for the first time in since the last well, night, two thousand one. Yeah, last night, right? Show. Okay, so it was so that's it, March two thousand one. Yeah. yeah, it's like eighteen years or something. I mean. I, right, I don't care who you are, there is at least 90% of wrestling fans that were watching that marked the fuck out, because it's Sting. Well, man. I know I did. It was I like, did. It was, I literally, it was like the, like out any person that would have debuted, it was like the most unlikely. It was like, it, I did not, like if, if anybody would have said, guess who debuted on AEW, like... I would never have said Sting in a million years. Well, the fact they've been mentioning him on TV for the last month, really, comparing Darby Allen to Sting, which I've never got, because I don't remember Sting ever doing a cuff and drop onto... <laughs> well, to be honest with you, I don't ever remember Sting coming out on a skateboard no. either, but there we go. But just because he's got face paint, he's Sting. The fact of the matter is this. Sting, at 61 years old, we come to that, but at 61 years old, has uh, debuted on AEW and has signed a multi-year contract, a multi-year deal with the company. Yeah, man. Now, whether or, yeah. Whether yeah, or not, it, that's... it's literally great. I mean, I really want to see Jericho versus Sting. Well, this is what I was going to say because I'm not sure if. Well, I don't know. It depends whether or not he's going to wrestle. I don't think he medically can. Well, in WWE, medically. Uh, couldn't, but if he's been cleared by, so I suppose it's up to him if he wants to. Yeah, but then well, it's whether this or not is he the thing. Can like, go. I was under the impression that he, he obviously wasn't medically cleared in WWE because of a neck injury. Now I'm not sure whether that neck injury is air quote WWE doctors not clearing him, or if it's genuine neck injury, so he, he can't wrestle again. But I would have thought if if he had this injury as bad as. Well, WWE made out it was, then he wouldn't have, you know, he wouldn't have even signed a deal in the first place. Especially if he is going to be wrestling, which it looks like he will be. Um, yeah, so i I wouldn't have I wouldn't have thought that it would have been that much of an injury if if he signed a multi year deal. I think though, it does it? Well, his age probably played a big part of it, though. Well, I reckon he can still go. I mean, fair enough. He he, he boy, he'll probably have. I know he's probably been training, but. I mean, ring rust is, is a thing for sure. I mean, what what was it like? Six, six, seven years? Yeah. Like, yeah, like nearly six years since he last had a match. So he's he's probably, you know, his cardio is, is a big thing. But, you know, he probably has been training. But yeah, I mean, even if it's a bloody 10-minute match, I'd love to see him, him in Jericho. I reckon it'd be more tagging, though. I don't think it'd be a single... I think a tag might have to be what it is. Because the thing is, he, he got himself injured by, um, obviously, in the match with Seth. But, I mean, he would have been, what, 56 when that happened? 55, 56 years old? It then? was when that... 2015. So I don't know. 51 now. Wasn't that Seth's Rollins' fault, though, when he got injured? Because he buckle buckle-bombing. It's the buckle-bomb, yeah. Yeah, yeah so just, which he's are... a wanker, in my in my opinion. But I don't think... It's that's a... all there is. That's it, not it, a bump. He's, he's a wanker. It's not a bump you should take at that age. No, oh. see, that's the other thing, really, because it's like, obviously, as you get older, 
you don't heal as quick. Uh, and he and I think it's not like he wrestled week by week. It was his first match since no Mania with Triple H. And really. see, that was a uh, that was the biggest bummer for the whole Sting WWE run was that it started so good because did not expect to see Sting at Survivor Series. No, and then when he came out again, like huge markout moment. But it just well, it, it just didn't really feel like it ever really went anywhere. And then you didn't get the culmination that you was expecting or, or wanted no. from Mania. No, that, um, that that really fucked me off at Mania. Uh, again, you know, it was just a jab at WWE's better than WCW. We beat W. We beat WCW's top guy. It's just bullshit like that. I mean, I know. I it know. just pissed me off. You know, I the hate. Pleasure, I mean, that was the story. Let's put it this way, though, right? Even if he only wrestles like one match at, a pay, uh, at every pay per view that AEW do, so like four matches a year or something. That's still enough for me. Like just seeing Sting back coming out of a curtain with his gear, with his bat, with his face paint on, like literally, like it was literally like a what the fuck moment for me because like, it was like literally not expected whatsoever. It's crazy. But the thing is, so, well, from what we understand then, Sting, it's been advertised is going to speak for the first time next week on AEW Dynamite. But yeah. where this now really gets interesting is where this ties in, Jay, then with what you said happened at the end. So for some further context, Don Callis was obviously back again on mm. commentary. Omega appeared to have had some sort of injury or like a worked injury, although his eye after the match did genuinely look like he actually hurt it. Yeah. Um, so I don't know what that was. but I think um, it was when he went into that... Um, it was either when they was having that punch fest it's when, when they threw him into the heater. On the chairs, or it was when he got thrown into that, yeah. I would say it was the chair moment. Yeah, it could be. Because there was a lot of slapping. Yeah, there was yeah. a good, there was some good slaps. Well. Yeah. Well, obviously, well, what happens is that Moxie kind of throws all the referees off and then throws him back in the ring to carry on. Don Callis is kind of like trying to say, no, hang on, like, stop, stop this a minute. And he's got the microphone. So Moxie shoves him, and somehow Don Callis is like, chucked the microphone over to Kenny, who's still in the ring behind Mox. Yeah. Smacks Mox in the head with the mic, hits the angel wings. Bang. Angel wings? Um, what we oh, angel Christopher mind. Daniels is the champion. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Christopher Daniels, believe it or not, comes out and fucking wins. Hey. One winged angel, my friend. One winged angel. One winged angel. He hits it. And of course, nobody's kicked out of the one winged angel. Well, no. New champion. It. And the thing is, though. It wasn't just the one being down to you, though. It was about four or five V-triggers as well. <laughs> Those V-triggers were fucking gnarly as well. They looked good. They did yeah. look good. But, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm over the moon. I'm actually over the moon. I, I could not be happier that Omega's took it. It's, it is really, really good. And it's, it's definitely, like, given some new... It's just a new, refreshed image now. Got a new my, champion. My a heel Omega. My Varaf isn't over the moon because her favourite's Moxley. <laughs> Get a new favourite. Moxley's great. <laughs> Moxley is great. But yeah, Omega and Don Callis run out of the arena, jump into a car. That speeds off at high speed. And Don Callis says, yeah, you're going to find out more about what's going on on Tuesday. Yeah. Alvarez is like, well, Dynamite's on a Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then he's like, yeah, well, impact, ain't you fucking idiot? <laughs> and they jump in the car and fuck off. Honestly, mind fucking blown. Immediately, Jay, we thought the same thing, didn't we? Yeah. Bullet club. Bullet club. The Good Brothers, Luke Gallows and Kyle Anderson, and Omega. See, I don't know. Obviously, there ain't going to be no contracts on them. So it's just, it's going to be a crossover thing. It'd be good to see, but it'll be interesting to find out what their actual, like, what it actually is going to be developed into. Whether it's going to be like a couple of, like, crossover matches here and there, or if it's going to be something like, like, well, like the invasion sort of thing in WWE. I'm not saying like, Impact and AEW are going to merge into one company because that would just be fucking foolish to say that. But, I don't think they would, but yeah. But like, whether you whether it's going to be like Impact people could like come over to AEW and AEW could go over to Impact and do matches there. Like, be interesting to see what it is or whether it is just going to be like an Omega only deal or if it's going to be. I would have thought it'd have been like an ongoing thing, but it'll be interesting to see what happens with it. I can see this being ongoing, but you think. Who just debuted? Sting. Yeah, exactly. What if, any, what if he goes back over to Impact to do something there as well? Wait, like, that, this yeah, is, that'd be good. So many possibilities here. My, like, 
Well, it's a different impact, okay. isn't it? Let's let's just hope he doesn't have a match with Steiner. Honestly, there's so like the world, the wrestling world has just exploded. You know what I want to see though. You know what I want to see now is Moxley versus Ken Shamrock. Well, he's been, oh my god. No, I'd rather see Sammy uh, Callahan because he's so much. They're oh so, well, yeah, they're yeah. so much alike. Yeah, Callahan, yeah, and yeah, I, but Callahan's a poor man's Moxley. Yeah, let's let's face it. And on TV, on TV, Ken Shamrock's been suspended. So oh wow. Oh, could show up on AEW. Yeah, that's yeah. true. You also you've got a good possibility now of getting Marco Stunt versus Swoggle. Yeah, but that could happen in AEW anyway because Swoggle <laughs> Swoggle <laughs> yeah. is on both shows, isn't he? Which no one no one seems to be mentioning that. No, well, I guess. But if I think if they're going to do anything with um, uh, Shamrock and a crossover with AEW, I think they're going to bring Hager in. Oh, I got one. I got one. Abaddon versus um, Sue Young. Oh wow, yeah, that would yeah, be so that'd good. That'd be fantastic. You could, I mean, you could have like EC3 against MJF. Well, EC3's Ring of Honor now. Okay, you couldn't have that then. Um, <laughs> you could have like Moose against Wardlow, or like yes, two big guys, or you could have like Brian Cage against um, Moose, maybe. The thing is, I mean, those matches, because technically we've seen them before when Brian Cage was in Impact, but I'll tell you one thing we can get would be the North. I'll be all over this, but the North versus FTR. Are FTR still in uh, AEW, though? FTR? Yeah. Yeah. Have yeah, they they Have they appeared since they lost the titles? No, but that's a good thing. Keep them off TV for a bit. Because I, I don't know if it was, obviously, wrestlers being wrestlers on Twitter, but I think one of them said, thanks for the time, the memories of AEW or something like that. Nah, they'll be back in. They'll be back in. It just—it got to create buzz. I'll believe it when I see it, or don't see it. I guess yeah. for a long time, and then I'll yeah, um, <laughs> and I'll know. Who but, is Impact Champion now? Uh, which uh, Rich Swan still? <laughs> which Which Swan? I thought which, it was. Which Swan is Impact Champion? Because um, do you think they're going to get the knockouts division like they did with the NWA women, and then forget that they still got a champion? AEW. Well, <laughs> I was gonna, I, I was gonna bring this up and see what you guys think about this. So, NWA, obviously, this has been the worst part because NWA was so, so good. COVID's yeah. absolutely just kicked them in the ass to no fault of their own. But these NWA guys that are still around and they're showing up on AEW, they're going to be showing up on Impact. What if this spreads even further? What if it spreads to NWA? What if they can work something out with Ring of Honor, who also have good relations with New Japan? Moxley, don't forget, Moxley's going to be going over to New Japan very soon uh, to work a match there. Is Jericho still? Don't Jericho still got up, good? Though. Don't get your hopes up because I can't, can't see that. But, I can't see that happening anytime soon. But the relations can't be as bad as it's it's always been reported. It can't be. If Moxley's no, still I mean, going Jer- over Jericho there, and Moxley have got good relationship with I, Japan. Yeah, I think it's more to do with the Young Bucks. Cody and uh, Omega. Omega, yeah, yeah. Specifically Omega. They, they, they didn't like Omega going. That's damn sure, yeah. Um, yeah, but it's business. You got to do what you got to do. Also, it? don't, it's business. Also, don't forget Omega's still AAA champion. However, he's title he's probably he there. is. Yeah, he yeah. is. Yeah, he is. Look, I, this is on the doors. There's so many possibilities. Just for this. imagine, right? If he went over there, beat Rich Swan. And then he's like AAA champion, AEW champion, and fucking Impact champion. <laughs> it's a possibility. That would be that. That would yeah. That it would could. Be, that would it be genuinely mental, could happen. It? That would be absolutely crazy. I and know. That also means now though that obviously people that wouldn't necessarily have watched uh, TNA or Impact Wrestling, if you want to be correct, um, that means now <laughs> that if they're real big fans of Omega, like I am, which means I'm, I'm going to have to watch uh, Impact now just to see what happens. You got to. Yeah. But that is, isn't that amazing though? Like that, that's, that's what I just think is that, that I, I can't get my words out, man. It, I just, it, it makes me so excited. Yeah. Like the idea that the, such a shit year that we've had and the wrestling companies are going to support each other. Yeah. You know, in, I think Don Callis has got a really good relationship with Tony Khan. Though, it looks well, like so it. That, that helps a lot. But the fact is, look, they can, they can both help each other. You're not, yeah. you know, they're not trying to put each other out of business. And again, this goes back to what we're saying. Like NXT deserves more people watching it. It's a good yeah. product. It's a really good. It's the best of the three brands. 
I'll tell you what, though. I wouldn't be surprised now if next week's um, Impact was probably like the highest rated one oh, it's gonna so be. far. It's going like, to be. Because the Omega's going to be on it, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be crazy. It's almost like NWA is the ECW, AEW's the WWE, Impact's the, the WCW or the other way around. You know what I mean? Like, you've got that kind of cool... I don't know, like, but without the actual animosity, the real life animosity between the companies, like they're all going to help each other. And the idea that you're going to see people here, there and everywhere, we're going to go into 2021 again. They Somehow we've, we've got through this shit year and like they did in 2019, they've been able to get us so pumped and excited for 2021. Well, it's the most interesting wrestling's been since the Monday Night War ended nearly 20 years ago. Yeah, I'm literally so excited to see what comes, What's to see what comes of this... Um... This, like, crossover. Because just imagine, right, like, if it was a crossover and you could get, like, Gallows and Anderson come over to AW, team up with Omega, and then you've got, like, air quote, well, Bullet Club, which that's not going to be called Bullet Club, and then they could be facing off against, like, in a circle or something. It'd be great. It would be really, but this really is good. why Ring of Honor and New Japan need to get involved so you get the real Bullet Club come down. Fuck uh, it, this would be I amazing. I don't, I don't think it. Ring of You've Honor, got a dream. Ring, Ring, of, Ring of Honor might, but I don't think New Japan will because they you've, usually stay out of stuff like that. You've got to dream. Yeah, it would be nice because just imagine, right? You get TNA, you get the Good Brothers, you get Omega from AEW teaming up with them, and then Kota Ibushi comes down from New Japan, and then you've got like a fucking massive huge faction and then you've got Jay White coming down from New Japan teaming up with Lance Archer well honestly like the possibilities would be endless wouldn't they I know what you mean you don't want to hang your hat it'd be great it would be awesome don't forget we're a month away from Wrestle Kingdom anything can happen honestly you you never know who's going to appear in Wrestle Kingdom this is the thing right alright maybe maybe they won't work anything out but this is what makes being a wrestling fan like so good it's because you can you can think about this stuff and you can you can start like you're like oh yeah but what if it's the what if and it keeps you on edge it keeps you on your toes and you then have to be watching the product to know what's going on and they did such a good job with the sting debut because that was like complete like nobody reported that that did not reach the dirt sheets it's been rumored well is 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 end of is any of the nwa people contracted that aren't still that do both shows or whatever yeah, but there is no NWA at the moment, and the future's still a bit uncertain for them. So, Thunder well, Rosa's pretty much all but AEW at this point, I'd this, imagine. This is what I was going to say. I hope she actually signs a proper contract, because she'd be great in AEW. I'd love yeah. to see her sign a contract and go all in. Like, Thunder Rosa is, is all elite. <laughs> That'd be great. She She's the standout as well, and that's because yeah. they need that. And I think the cross-promotional stuff, especially like you were saying earlier about the knockouts and things, I think... That's only going to help AEW. AEW can can be helped by other people's talent pool. I'll tell and you what, though. The exposure right. that AEW has now got <laughs> to a worldwide audience can now help the can now help impact and as it's been helping NWA. Like it's just a win for everybody involved. I'll tell you what I want to see. I want to see. I want to. I want to switch on AEW, and I want to see Jordan Grace go over there. It could happen. Yeah, I it could happen. It. I want to see it because <laughs> I did. Re- I did read today that. AEW aren't interested in Tessa Blanchard, but... Yes, I saw that, yeah. But I also read today that Triple H is also open to the idea of working with other companies. <laughs> yeah, funny how that happens after what's happened on, imp- um, well, on Dynamite. Yeah. yeah, but at the end of the day, no, it, it's not up to Triple H, though, is it? It's up to Vince, and Vince wouldn't have it. Well, they keep buying Unlikely, yeah. They keep buying things like Evolve and... Um, yeah, they're buying them. They yeah. buy them to own them, to monopolise them. Exactly, they're, they're buying it. For the sake of buying it, so nobody else can can have anything to do with it. AEW and everybody else, it's like okay, yeah, AEW's got the bigger platform, but they're not trying to take over anybody. It's just about giving everybody exposure. Yeah, do you know, I genuinely, I genuinely do believe the, that. It's all, it's all about making the whole industry a better place, and I, I believe they're doing that, especially now with this impact stuff as well. Do you know what I think would be funny on Takeover? Is if Dixie Carter makes an appearance. Oh my god! Just to the rest of the world, the rest of the world would be on fire. Wouldn't just, it? just so they could do, just so they, yeah, you got, you had Sting on Dynamite. Great, it's Dixie Carter. <laughs> yeah. It'd be amazing. Honestly, it's left so many possibilities open. I did say we'd come back round to the Sting comment. Um, 
when I mentioned about obviously 61, there's obviously a lot of people still going out there saying, well, AEW gets the WCW or WWE knockoffs and or they're bringing in old people. Why don't they push new guys for a change? And I remember when Ashley used to be saying that every week. It's just, I, I mean, I think, can't we just enjoy it for what it is? Well, wrestling fans just can't enjoy anything. The moment, <laughs> the moment Sting joined, there was things like when WWE has Goldberg, people complain. Yeah. Sting's 10 million times better and more over than Goldberg ever was. But oh, it's yeah. just, the, but it's the feeling of it, right? Like we were saying, we all marked out about it. Like, isn't that the point? Like, isn't that why we watch wrestling? Because we want to yeah, have exactly. a good time. Exactly. Yeah. Do you think you I know, uh, let people like what they like? If you don't like AEW, you don't have to watch it. There's so much wrestling out there. But now. honestly, you don't though, need it... to watch it if you don't like it. With what's going on at the minute, it's hard not to like AEW. I mean, you got you got to be honest now. Like well, with absolutely, the, with the stuff but... that's going on, it's hard not to like it. For us, but you know what? Look, it isn't for everybody. It's not. But if you're a wrestling fan, whatever it is that you're into, you, you the reasons you watch it are your reasons. You don't need to justify it to anybody else. I just wish people had stopped trying to, to fight each other online about it. Like, we're wrestling fans. Yeah. Enjoy it. Just enjoy it. Just, it, it just gets, take it in. It gets so bad. This shit but is but not going to happen is, again. This is the thing, though, right? This is the thing. You always have wrestling fans fighting each other about which is the better one. Oh, AEW's rubbish, WWE's better, Impact's better, you know. But at the end of the day, as you just said, we're all wrestling fans. We're all watching wrestling because we all love wrestling. So, you we- know, why, why fight Why fight each other over which one's better? You, 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 we all enjoy what we're watching. We all enjoy and love wrestling. Yeah. So what does it really matter? Which is funny because at the end of the day... Right? It's so ironic as well. It just it doesn't make sense. It's funny because we'll all fight each other about it, but then if anybody outside of our inner circle comes into it to tell, oh, wrestling's fake, oh, well, the, the backlash you get then, and suddenly everybody's united like a that, big fucking. That is, yeah, that is that's like the that's like the red flag that is, isn't it? <laughs> it's like all the Power Rangers getting all their shit together and making one the, the big megamorph. Yeah, well, I was going to say, <laughs> Brian Zane of Wrestling Regret said it better: like what you like, don't be a dick. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. apply that philosophy to everything in life, and you'll you'll, you'll do well, I think. But uh, huge huge news, isn't it, boys? Really yeah. huge news. It's great. It's fucking fantastic. Did you find? Did you see the meme with Undertaker about how since now he's retired, Sting comes back? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? When he actually came out, and I, you know, once it sunk in, I actually thought like it is a bit weird. Like well, not not weird, but it's just like the timing of it couldn't be any worse like undertaker and sting like this that's for 20 odd years or whatever there's always been that dream match and it never happened and then like undertaker officially retires and then like sting comes back like the timing of it couldn't have been any worse or better like whichever way you look at it well the, the one time it would have happened was the same time sting fought jeff hardy at victory road 2011 yeah yeah but I'm just wondering how long it's going to take until Darby Allen turns on Sting, because everyone turns on Sting. <laughs> yeah, well, it'll be Cody, yeah. right? Surely. Cody's got to turn heel soon. It's got to be Cody. This is the thing, though. Like, yeah, like you couldn't have put it any better. Everybody turns on Sting. Like, it's, it's just what happens, isn't it? Like, he's a lone wolf, and he, you know, he's the guy that he doesn't align himself with anyone, really. You know, obviously WCW, when it was like, there was like, 50 different fucking forks of NWO. Yeah. But um, other than that, like he doesn't really align himself to anyone. He's just a lone wolf, isn't he? I think if Cody does turn on Sting and then Sting will be the mentor for Darby Allen because they've been kind of teasing the mentor for Darby Allen for quite some time. Obviously, it started with Team Taz and that's where that whole angle came from. And I reckon that'll work out really well, but... I think he's going to elevate the young guys. He did yeah. that. In, in, he did that in Impact. And I don't care what anyone says. I know he was getting on a bit in Impact, but a the guy still had some absolute stellar matches, and b you cannot deny he elevated so many names there that became yeah. big names. By the time they they jumped ship, if they did, yeah, you know, but guys like Bobby Roode, guys like um, well EC3. Literally, all I want to see. Even if he only ever has one match in AEW, yeah, obviously I just said I want him to be Jerko. But literally, even if he doesn't wrestle properly, I just want to see him come in, hit someone in the stomach with a baseball bat, fucking scorpion death drop someone, and then I oh, will be happy. 
<laughs> That's what I want to see, at the bare minimum. Right. The baseball bat thing could happen because Jericho's got Floyd. Yeah. Oh, yeah, just for all of that. Yeah. I was thinking of it the other day when I saw it. Well, after, obviously, but I was thinking, like, you got to, you can only imagine, like, how much money was on the table to get him in. You're talking a lot of money. You're talking more than we're ever seeing in our lifetime. All this, three of us this, put together. This is what I was. This is what I was thinking. Like the amount of money that had to have been on the table to get him in. Like it must have been a hell of a lot of money. But I don't. It think, must have been millions, man. I don't think he's someone who has money trouble. Oh no, well, I know. No. But like, you've got to pay a lot of money. Like you can't get someone like Sting in and not pay him a lot of money. Like. Uh, the one thing I've seen going back to his TNA run was do you remember that match with Bobby Roode where he did the Scorpion death drop but landed on an open chair and that was the Oof. finish I do vaguely remember it because I remember I it looking really I, fucking because yeah. it was a chair in the middle of the ring that was opened up Sting does the Scorpion death drop on Bobby Roode but he lands his head on the chair and that's the finish oh yeah man fucking and Cody says yeah we'll do that we'll do chair shots <laughs> to the head Oh, yeah, let's not. Was it as good as Jeff Hardy landing his head on the steel steps on the outside? Oh, yeah, that was quite I bad. saw that. That was like, that was that could have been really, really fucking bad. He's lucky that was a big injury scare this week. I thought it was stupid when he, at first, because you go, you're going to put Swanton on the table to the outside. Mm. And then he puts, was it, um, ukuleles and little things on. I think they better be gimmicked. Mm. And then he does a Swanton and just, he hits his head, but I don't think it was a massive impact on the head. Yeah, it could have been a hell of a lot fucking worse. It's still head trauma. Yeah. You've got to be careful. But it's still the fact that you did the tambourine on in time after the match. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, one thing about that match, there's a moment where he gets hit in the hits gets hit with the guitar by Elias. Elias has a pinfall and there's a rope break. Yet the finish happens on the outside. <laughs> <laughs> and yet wow. no one's mentioned that at all. Well, you have. No, yeah, I mean, you, you have. Heard, well, you heard it, well you heard done. It here first, guys, you heard it. Here <laughs> first. But I mean, like, you know how, like, when be if you ever watch people do reviews of like Raw or like whatever, you normally they mention f- things like botched finishes and rope breaks that aren't supposed to be there. Uh, one thing quickly, you know, he talks about Team Taz. What do you think to yeah. Real Hub's new name? Powerhouse Hobbs. <laughs> I, I like it. I laughed when I first saw it, but it's actually not bad. And, like, to be fair to the guy, he does look like a heel. Like, he looks like a mean son of a bitch. I like he's it. I like got, his get-up. I like the name. Yeah. I like the leotard. Like he's, got that, he's just got that look about him that he looks He looks like a mean son of a bitch. Like, he... he and he's a big guy as well. Like, I really, I'm a real big fan of him. Like, I've never heard of him before, but I really like him. Like, they're doing, they're doing really well with pushing him. They'll make a good name of him, I reckon. Yeah. Can I, can I just say, though, like... When that video package was playing, before it came upon the like on the on the video that said Sting, who do you think it was? I had no idea. Did you I have any like, ideas like who it might be? Undertaker. I, yeah. I just I didn't. I, no, because it was just it wasn't like it's not even Sting like, is it? No. So it was it was genuinely just out of nowhere. But Did the you, snow and everything what, what do coming think, down on top of him looked to great as well. What do you think to his music? It was it was similar to the WCW one, wasn't it? Yeah. It, it, it's, it's really good and can I just say right I it might be the makeup but I don't think he fucking looks there's no way that he looks 61 no no he no. doesn't but this is the thing like people are moaning about his age and that but you've got to think like Dustin Rhodes like he's getting on and he's still going yeah oh he's yeah he's good though He's he's got so much more left in the tank I think he's that's what I mean like you, you just because someone's older you can't count them out like they, they've, they, like, if they're good, like Sting and like Dustin and that, you can't like. Well, we won't mention Goldberg, but <laughs> like, if you're good, like Sting and, and Dustin, doesn't matter what age you are, like, and and Flair as well, like he was going for ages, like when he had that run, well, just after Evolution and that as well, like, he he was he was like getting on then, like just because someone's old, you can't. Like I hate it when like somebody comes like somebody joins or whatever or somebody comes back, and they're like, oh, they're too old, you know, they've passed it and that. If you're good enough, if you're like a top talent, it doesn't matter what your age is. Like if you've still got it and you can still go, then you can still fucking go. Like it don't matter whether you're sixty, 
55, it don't matter. Like, if you can go, you can go. And it doesn't matter what company you've come from. You're a yeah. pro wrestler. You're going to look for work. And if you're an established name, of course, you're going to want that person on your show. Like, it keeps that, you know, it is silly. Um, is Dustin the longest running wrestler at the moment? Yeah, I actually think he is. Because I don't I actually think. If not, because, he's got to be second or third. Because I was going to say. He must be. He must be now because I remember like. Before before he left WWE, when he was still Goldust, like he was the longest running um, wrestler. I know he had like a little bit of a break here and there, but like he was like the longest running wrestler under contract in WWE at that point, and like he's still going now. Like he's still wrestling, so he, he's got to be like, yeah, he's got to be, he's got to be up there if he's not number one. It's got to be them, him, or Rock and Roll Express. But I don't know if they had like years, yeah. of, years away. Yeah. So. Oh, what a week. What a week. Let us know in the comments, guys, what you thought. I tell you what, SmackDown's got a lot to fucking go for this week, hasn't it? Well, I know, but it's, it's better, not going to come close, is it? If it's a decent show, great. It's not Jack's going to put Lana through a table again. That's what I want to know. <laughs> well, it didn't happen. Yeah, it doesn't, it hasn't happened since. The streak's gone, mate. Streak's gone. Streak's over. Nine and one. It's, it's a good yeah. run. <laughs> nine, well, nine and two, isn't it? Nine and two. Well, yeah, technically now, yeah. Hang on, do we, we're going to have to keep it going. <laughs> what if she never gets put through the table again? It will happen. I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah probably. TLC. Well, we'll have to. We'll have to wait and see, won't we? Well, let's get to our predictions for NXT War Games. War Games. War Games. Well, I don't know the card, so you're going to have to tell me. Well, we'll do the rundown, and uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna see. Well, we're gonna pick who we think is going to win. And we'll see if I can do a 2-0 and o sweep. Unless we count some of the other predictions. Well, we actually only ever did one other prediction. That was for All Out. Yeah, I think I won that, didn't I? <laughs> I think you probably did win that. But fuck you. <laughs> so, join us after a little bit of a break. So, uh, right, got the match card up here then. Five matches, standard, for NXT. So, first match then we'll we'll do predictions for. We've got Timothy Thatcher versus Tommaso Ciampa. Well, for me, I'm going to go Ciampa because I don't even know who the other guy is. <laughs> Thatcher's good, but he's real yeah, old he's school, not, isn't he's he? very technical uh, shoot type wrestler. Thatcher's catch can. Yeah. Really good, but um, I, I'm gonna. I agree with Jay anyway. I'm gonna go Champa. I think Thatcher needs it, but Champa, being a former champion, will probably win it. Yeah, yeah, that'll be good. I'm looking forward to that, and it's good to see Champa back anyway. All right, we've also got Dexter Loomis, who I I fucking love Dexter Loomis versus Cameron Grimes in a strap match. In a strap match, yeah. Well, so I don't know either of them, so. <laughs> I'm going to go Dexter. I'm just going to go for a guess and say fucking Loomis. Um, go for it. I don't even know who they are, but yeah, Loomis. <laughs> I think Cameron Grimes is going to win, but I'm not, I'm not quite sure if it's a set of turnbuckle strap match or it's just you're strapped to another guy match. Well, that's uh, the sort of thing you like, isn't it? But uh, <laughs> <involved>. <laughs> I've never been a fan of a strap match anyway. No, we've just told you, you are. BDSM. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if anybody's BDSM, it's you, you big bastard. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the strap match, the strap match is, uh, like that one between Cody and uh, Brody Lee was pretty good. No, well, I thought it was anyway, but I don't oh. know. If it's done right, it can be good. The last strap match I liked was um, Rock versus Triple H 99, fully loaded. That's how, that's how much I care about the strap match. Wow. <laughs> All right, so you're going to go Grimes then? Yeah. But it, it might it might depend on it if it's a turn and turnbuckle or if it's just, just strapped. Well, got... all right then. So if it's from the turnbuckle, who's winning? Uh, Cameron. If it, if Cameron, if Grimes, Cameron Grimes, if it's turn and turnbuckle, because he always seems to win that. And if it's just a regular, you've just got a strap and that's it, then I'll go for Dexter. That's an interesting little observation, that is, that uh, 
the heel always gets it when it's in, when they're strapped to the corner. Booking. All right. Well, we've then got the uh, NXT North American Championship is going to be defended in a triple threat match. Current reigning defending champion Leon Ruff is going to be going up against Johnny Gargano and Damian Priest. Gargano. So Gargano recently lost, well, won the title from Damian Priest at Halloween Havoc Special. And then Leon Ruff beat him, what, one, two weeks later? Uh, the week after. Gargano all the way. I'm going to say this is a retain. I've got I've got it as a retain. Gargano. I haven't got Priest. Oh, well, I guess we'll see. And you, and you know why? Because what a fucking stupid name is that? Leon Ruff. Sounds like, <laughs> it sounds like a dog. Leon's good, though. You're, I think you'll be in for a good... I, I think that's going to be a really good match. I think I should also mention he's just got engaged to the woman referee in WWE. Yeah, yeah, I saw that, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, congratulations, then. Good news. That'll be good. I think out of the matches outside of the War Games matches, that's probably going to be the best one. I um, think so. But I reckon Thatcher and Champer will give them a good run for their money. If done right. So we've got War Games. Team Shotzi and Team Candice. Who, who, is, who are in the teams? Shotzi's got, obviously herself, Ember Moon, Rhea Ripley and Io Shirai. So that oh, is a pretty big team already. That's a good team. Big team. And then Team Candice has got, obviously herself, Dakota Kai, Raquel Gonzalez and Tony Storm. Nah, I'm going for Team Shotzi. I think I should. We should also mention that uh, Team Shotzi's got the advantage. I mean, yeah, no shit. No, but, <laughs> but, I mean, like they their team goes first. Yeah, they're going to be the first ones in. Um, I don't know. I mean, on paper, when you look at the uh, credit, well, I don't want to say credibility. It's not like the other team isn't credible. But when you look at the names on Team Shotzi, Ember Moon former WWE main roster, former NXT Women's Champion, Rhea Ripley, former NXT Women's Champion, Io Shirai, Women's Champion, NXT Women's Champion. Um, it's kind of odd that Shotzi's the leader, to be honest, of the yeah. team. But, you know, in comparison to uh, the others, obviously the only champion you've, you've got on that team from WWE is Tony Storm. Yeah. Obviously former NXT UK Women's Champion. So, yeah. I don't know, on paper it looks like Team Shotzi wins it. Um, but I guess it depends how it's booked. I'm going to go. Candy. I'm going to go. Team Candice. That's fair enough. I'm going for the heels on this one. Uh, usually, the team with the disadvantage, the teams to win, because Eosha rise on a team. I reckon she's going to get pinned by Raquel Gonzalez. So I'm going for Team Candice. Nice. Team Shotzi. Who's going to do a move off the top though? Because oh. last year, oh. Eo, last year, Eo did a insult off the top. I'm going to say, I'm going to, oh, well, I don't know, actually, but I mean, if you, if you want to do a prediction on who's going to do a move off the top, then I reckon it's going to be, I don't know why, but I've just got a funny feeling it's going to be um, Dakota Kai. I reckon Ember Moon's going to hit her finisher. I thought that. <laughs> what, and then break her tailbone? <laughs> I know. No, I reckon, I, I, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty confident there's going to be like a Tower of Doom spot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, you're always going to get that, but I'm looking forward to this. It is going to be good, but yeah, yeah, I think Candace it's going to be for. the it's going to be the first NXT pay per view I've watched since. Um, well, I can't even remember to be honest. It's probably a few years ago. Yeah. NXT takeovers tend to be so good, though. Like they genuinely do tend to be really good, don't they? They're, yeah. They're just good amount of time on them as well. Like they're not too long. Right amount of matches because they all get good amounts of time on them. Yeah, it's, yeah it's, not like, it's not like AEW Dark, which is fucking three hours. Do you know oh, what? Yeah, yeah that does, you know does bother me a bit. Do you know what I feel sorry for is um, the guy won the NXT title, got injured, and then had to like, drop it a couple of days later. Oh, Karrion Cross. Yeah. Mm. I don't feel sorry for him because he's... Mad, well, I feel... Well, he's you feel Scarlet jealous of him? Yeah, he's mad as Scarlet Bordeaux, you bastard. Yeah. <laughs> And God damn it, if he hadn't got there first, Ash, he was so close. Oh, tell me about it. He was, I, he was in there. Yeah. <laughs> I, do, you know what? do you know what? I think he might make an appearance because Balor's... Is he due so. back? Is he due back? I don't know if he's due back, but Balor's come... Balor's been back since he's had his jaw uh, put back together again, but he hasn't <laughs> had a match yet. And I think mm. without the NXT title, he's got to do something, right? 
Because he's not in the the men's war games match. So yeah, which potentially is going to be the main event, but we're not sure. It'll be that or the or the women's war games match. But the men's is the undisputed era, which is Adam Cole, Carla Riley, Roderick Strong, and Bobby Fish. Hang on, you did it wrong. It's Adam Cole, baby. All right then, baby and Bob B. <laughs> and Kyle. Little Bob. <laughs> Bob B, bye bye. Big Rod. And, <laughs> and Kyle. Oh. Yeah. Big Rod, Bob B, bye bye, and Kyle. <laughs> Kyle. Oh. Yeah. They're going to go up against Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee. <laughs> Pat, Mc- Pat McAfee. Is it, it's McAfee. Who keeps saying McAfee? He does. Right. Hey. Jay does. No, I've heard you say McAfee. No, I've heard you say it. I always say McAfee because I was the one that made the joke about the internet security, you fucking number yeah. two. Yeah. Yeah. It's McCaffrey. Come on. Yeah, Get so, on. Uh, so we've got Pat Norton. Pat Norton. <laughs> so we've got Pat McAfee. Should we, do, should we restart the segment? Got we Pat, got <laughs> we got Pat Avast. We got Pat McAfee, Pete Dunn, good. Pat McAfee, Pete Dunn, Danny Birch, and Oni Lorcan. That is the team going up against the Undisputed Era. I thought they were called the Kings of Wrestling. That's what I thought. So I don't know if that's still what they're going by. I haven't seen the week to week match shows, so I, I don't know. I'll have to do some catching up, obviously, before tomorrow night. As far as I'm aware, that is the name, but I, yeah. I think I think they're going to win. To be honest with you, I think I think they've got it in the bag this time. They've got the advantage, and what McAfee? Yeah. yeah. Mm, so okay. I'm going. I'm going for undisputed era. Change yeah. it up. Change it up, bitch. But I will not be surprised if there's a big turn. Yeah, but, there could be. What from from undisputed era? Probably. Oh, who would you think it'd be? Kyle. Probably, probably Kyle. After <laughs> after, Kyle. After, <laughs> after his um, title shot. Against yeah. Balor, I can't see anyone else. It would be all random, maybe himself. Because there was a segment on NXT this week where they were all suited up, eating and drinking together. Kind of, it was almost like they were saying this is a goodbye, but not saying it out loud. Kind of like a Last mm. Supper. Well, that is interesting. That's a good theory, to be fair. I kind of feel like maybe this is Undisputed Era's last um, match in NXT, but because they'll move to Raw or SmackDown. Maybe it's just the WWE logic, but after the McCaffrey and um, See, it's, it's Cole, McCaffrey now. You keep changing it up all the time. We've got to change it up, bitch. Did you hear what Adam Pearce called Drew McIntyre? <laughs> what do you call him? Drew McIntyre. <laughs> That's not actually funny. I'm not laughing. It is a little bit funny. But I said... Um, McAfee. Who's, yeah, but who's jumping off the top? I wouldn't be surprised if he does, because he's fucking athletic. But Adam Cole seems to be the guy that does the bump in these war game matches. He did it with Champa. He did that suplex on the first war games match. They did. Yeah. Who do you reckon, Jay? Well, I don't know. I'd like it to be Pete Dunne, really. I reckon it's going to be Lorcan. I reckon Oni's doing it. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. This is going to be a good show. This is WWE's second to last pay-per-view of the year. Obviously not counting. Um, it's the last NXT show of the year, at least, well, anyway, pay-per-view-wise. On Saturday, on Saturday they're doing uh, Tribute to the Troops. If that counts as anything. It's a special, not pay-per-view, though, is it? It's not. It's a, it's a special show, but it's not a pay-per-view type. Uh, never, I don't think it ever has been. No, it's basically a, basically a TV show. Well, we'll have that review coming up for you next week. But, uh, yeah, my God, we've got to make it to next week now. I'm just pumped to see what's going to go on. Yeah, there's always a chance something could happen the next couple of days. No, don't be a negative Nancy. No, no need to be a Debbie Downer, is no. there? Come on. So I might sign for a company and you go, wow, I didn't see that coming. Yeah, okay, well, that's, that's good. See, that's good news. Don't bring your negativity here, you bloody troll. I'm not saying because you troll people. It's just because you look like a troll. True. <laughs> well, thanks for listening, everybody. That's been another weekly roll-up. What did you make of that, then? Uh, probably the best of the lot. 
been some good stuff. Been some bad stuff this week, some sad stuff this week. But also been some good stuff. And like we said, come on, 2020 is nearly behind us. We've got to move forwards. We've got to. Yeah. Where do all of these fine folk find us? Oh, you can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on uh, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Amazon Music, Alexa. You can find us on... um, Podbeam. Yeah, you can find us on Podbeam. You can Spotify. find us. You can find us on Spotify. That's the biggest one. You can find <laughs> us on Grinder. <laughs> you can find us in Just Eat. Um, you can actually. So you can find us on Stitcher. That was a new one. And also now, I don't know why this is taking so long, but you, you, we are now on Audible. Hmm. It's taken quite a long time for some reason. We've been on Amazon Music for some time, but not Audible. And it's finally now made the transition over to Audible. So if you want to listen to us on there, you can. But it's pretty much wherever wherever you go, isn't it? Actually, do you know what? I did say this week I was going to do an impression of Jay doing an impression of you doing an impression of Jay. Right. So it goes like this. Yo, good you could ride the star, race work, you could ride the star. It's a gram, you and anyway (laughs) people are going to like and comment then Ashley yeah yeah if you um, have anything to say about what we've been talking about leave a comment down below on on Grindr all of our social media (laughs) leave a comment down below on Grindr (laughs) if if you like Ashley Uh, let him know (laughs) he's got a big dick That got touched in the changing rooms. <laughs> yeah, it did, yeah. Yeah, sorry about those changing room things, mate. I mean, obviously I wasn't in there at the time, but it sounds like I it was, was hilarious. I stood next to him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he was reaching for you and got me instead. <laughs> There's a story to be told there, ladies and gents. I'm sure that's going to come out on an episode soon. Yeah, if you want to find more about Ashley's... Uh, embarrassing endeavours from his school days and yeah by all means well they all feature Jay so yeah <laughs> well what can I say <laughs> say no more guys we're almost at 600 downloads by the time this drops we may even be at 600 downloads we, we literally can't do it without you so thank you so much we all appreciate don't we boys yeah absolutely I mean yeah just really do appreciate every every single listen that we get we we appreciate all of them honestly we do to be honest it's 600 more than I thought we would get by this stage <laughs> yeah. oh yeah <laughs> absolutely I, I, honestly yeah absolutely I, I couldn't agree more there bloody brilliant yeah we love it and we love you we do <laughs> we do we and do it's the, it's the Christmas <laughs> season time to be jolly and merry and get pissed so oh, can I just say though uh, we, we will be coming out with a new Christmas song at, at some point so you'll have to keep an eye out for that one yeah much much to Ashley's chagrin because he oh, don't yeah. want to do it and we're going to bloody make him do it I'm just going to do the great Carly. One of my favourite Christmas moments of all time is Great Carly and Santino singing um, Deck the Halls. And all they get um, Great Carly to do is go, follow la la la, follow la la la, follow la la la, like 100 million times. <laughs> so, who the bloody hell are we again? Uh, I'm Jay. I, I, I always have been. Um, I probably still will be. No doubt I will be, actually. There's no doubt in my mind this time. I don't doubt it, actually, because you said last week that you might not be this week, but you could be. And every I week... I definitely am. I wonder every week whether or not you're still Jay. And I'm, I literally I pop when I've, I find out that you're still Jay. <laughs> yeah. So now I know it's coming next week. I'm happy. Yeah, well, instead of still Jay, it's still Jay. Oh, yeah. that's good. That's I, good. I forgot about Dre. Oh, <laughs> you can't forget about Jay, though, can you? <laughs> I've tried many a time. It doesn't happen. Yeah, he has. I can attest to that, but... If he keeps on about things like that, he will, I might forget his Christmas present. <laughs> yeah. He forgot ours for the last 20 years. Yeah, I'm still waiting. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's just move on to the next episode. Hey, that's a good one as well. Yeah, before I get a guilty conscience. Right, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's all on the puns now, isn't he? Eh? <laughs> um, I've been watching Tim Vine, so yeah. Nice. Well, I'm Steve Boardman. <laughs> <laughs> you wish <laughs> I do 
Well, actually, I, actually, I wish I was carrying cross, but you know. No, I bet you do, sir. Uh, I'm always Ash, so uh, yeah, that's me. DDP. <laughs> oh yeah, it's the ball, man. You're carrying cross. You DDP. It's me. It's me. It's Ashley. Oh yeah, see. <laughs> Come on, Ashley. Well, I, I thought I was Jay, but I'm not. So I'm Ashley. <laughs> and I'm fucking. I'm fucked. I've got rid of it. Well, how long we been? Yeah, well, I'm and I'm Russ, and uh, yeah, fucking lovely stuff. Brilliant. Beautiful. Thanks for bloody listening Define. to us. It's splendid. Spiffin. Terrific. <laughs> Catch you next time then, boys and girls. Yeah, we'll see you next time. See ya when we take over. Yeah, my boy. That was another pun. <laughs> right. Three men, three men. One ball, one ball. I did it, I did it. For the people, for the people.